0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash My name is Graham Day. I'm joined by Bibby. And for the very first time today, we have just seen the intro on this podcast. If anyone's listening on demand, yes, it's definitely the first time. If you, if you wonder what did. No, it's not. We did talk about it. If you wonder what we said before, uh, well, if you watch on Twitch, you will get the pre show whenever there is a pre show. And today there was a pre show. But enough about that because we are here to talk about video games because this is the Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, if we do say so ourselves. My name is Graham. I am joined by Bibby, and we. Are here to bring you the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. And uh, we'll give you our thoughts and impressions to those stories, because that's what we do. We also then want to hear your thoughts and impressions, and then your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. So if you're in the chat, please do feel free to get involved. But it's not just about the stream. Yes, we are live on twitch.tv forward slash Cream uploads, where we go live each and every single weekday at 10am.
1: Ish. Ish.
0: Uh, we work in video games so we go live when we can we aim at 10am <laughs> yeah. nice. Um, but it's not just about the stream it's important that if you are watching live you do get involved in the chat with your thoughts and impressions on the stories as we go because the live stream is turned into a podcast a video on YouTube and an audio podcast that we put on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play there is lots of places where over 165,000 people have watched and listened to this podcast on demand so please do feel free to get involved on behalf of those beautiful people Nice, nice. Nice. Before Ah. we jump into anything else, I want to remind you guys that it's getting cold outside. Maybe you you feel, do you know what? I'd like a new hoodie or something. Well, do feel free to type exclamation mark, insert coin into the chat. You can bag yourself a discount on insert coin merch. Speaking of which, I'm wearing my uh, Ghost of Tsushima hoodie from insert coin. Uh, We are Mm -hmm. IC partners. We'll be streaming on their channel soon, actually. I need to to check out when our next IC stream is. It'll be imminent like the next couple of weeks or something.
1: Early November, I think
0: it is. Ooh, is it? Okay. Maybe it's a little bit a little bit further away than I thought. So yeah, we do stream over on insert coin. Um that says 20% off. I think it's 15% now. I think the discount rates change, you know, inflation and that and stuff. So it does say 20 but I think it is 15. So we might be false advertising there. good But 2nd of November it is. Uh there you go. So yeah, not not long couple of weeks in a bit. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, do feel free to join us. Drop a follow on Insert Coin. Uh, they do go live as well with content. And the other people in the Coin Army will be going live, but we do go live over there. As well as that, exclamation mark loot drop if you think, do you not like what these guys are saying?
1: Stay frosty.
0: I might drop a sub, which is exactly what... Looking great, lads. Let's go. Let's go. Zayn, thank you very much, dude. appreciate that. I was just about to say, if you're thinking, do you know what this stream looks like somewhere, I might hang around. I might throw a sub down like Zain just did. For his eight months in a row, appreciate that, Design. Thank you very much, dude. Well, if you want to throw a sub down, you can do. You don't have to, but everyone that is a sub gets entered into the exclamation mark loot drop. Uh, we give one person a prize every month. Nice. Uh, do you know what? I kind of feel like maybe do we give FIFA away? Is that what we do? For, for the next loot drop. Someone's thinking. Do you Ooh. know what? I want to get involved in these pro clubs games, but I've not got a copy of FIFA. Is that is that what we do? Yes. Okay, I think that's the one in it. There you go. If you're thinking, do you know what? I want to play some football. I want to join Bibby on a Sunday morning playing some pro clubs, but I don't have a copy of FIFA. Uh, and I can't afford to spend the money because it's you know Christmas and that and video games are expensive and that. So well, don't worry. All you need to do is be a sub to our channel. You can just use your prime if you want and we will buy a copy of the game for one person. If it's you, you get the game for free on the platform of your choice. Nice. Uh, uh, okay. Nice. Shall we talk about some video games, Bib? Do you know what, Graham? Yes, let's do it. Let's do it, do it, do it. Okay, this is the scoop, as we mentioned. We do have video game news. If this is the first time you're here, uh, we run through the biggest stories of the day or over the weekend. <laughs> Tools, help, log files, upload current log file. I'll do that while, while we continue. Analyze. Nice. Hi. Welcome back. Um, anyone that's watching this on demand, we just we just had a stream drop out, which is the second of the day. Uh, there is no critical errors. There is no warnings. There is nothing in the in the log file. How the fuck am I supposed to fix the fucking that? <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, so yeah, we are here to talk about news. Literally, the thing is, what just happened? Then you probably wouldn't have got it. Um, Donald, Eric, thank you very much for the follow. Appreciate you. Welcome into the stream. Um, we are just jumping into our video game news segment. We were about to talk about the stories uh, from the the past 24 hours and over the weekend. And that is where we begin. With a story from the weekend. And quite a big story too. Obviously, we have just mentioned that anyone that is following our channel and wants to throw down a sub will be entered into a giveaway every month. You don't even have to actively go in and click. We will just enter you in for being a sub. Um, and then we said we'll give a copy of FIFA 23 to one person that's a sub. On the first Monday of the month, which is just a few weeks away, we will give away a copy of FIFA 23 to one person, which is where we kick off the news today. Jordan Midler on the 9th of October, which was yesterday, which is actually recounting the story, I believe, from the day before, starts off saying FIFA 23 Hero Pack Mistake sees EA wipe millions of coins off of the virtual transfer market.
1: Big.
0: Big economical mistake for FIFA there. That's what we'll kick off. We'll then jump into uh, EA's new PC app out now, which replaces Origin. We'll talk about sticking with PC-ish. Valve Steam Deck doing naughty stuff with, with emulators. And uh, Star Citizen is an absolutely massive game, apparently. That's the news that we're going to run through
1: today. But, Bib. Yeah? Did you uh, snag a hero pack? No, Graham. No, I did not. I wish I did,
0: but I didn't. Well, if anyone did or didn't, we'll go through the news anyway. John Midler at VGC has the story. It says, FIFA 23 hero pack mistake sees EA wipe millions of coins off the virtual transfer market. The pack was removed after 25 minutes of panic selling on the ultimate team market. So a FIFA 23 hero pack which was mistakenly released by EA has seen players have millions of coins worth of in-game currency wiped from FIFA 23 Ultimate Team. The pack, which was briefly available from 6pm BST last night, offered players a tradable foot hero item in FIFA 23, some of which are worth millions of coins for 25,000 coins. Uh, while EA corrected the mistake around 25 minutes after releasing this pack, uh, this didn't stop millions of coins in val- uh, value from being wiped from FIFA Ultimate Team as players sold their foot hero items in a panic due to the huge influx of supply. Uh, foot hero items are extremely rare players that can be found in certain packs in Ultimate Team. Foot hero cards are given to players who've made a significant contribution to a club or have become a cult favourite, such as former Manchester United midfielder Park Ji Sung. Uh due to the item's incredible incredibly Okay, you you you've got that wrong. I got it right first. Due to the item's incredible rarity, they are often extremely expensive on FIFA 23's Ultimate Teams virtual transfer market with some items such as Yaya 2 Ray selling for 1.9 million foot coins in value around 200 pounds when purchased from a third-party uh, website ish thing. Nice. EA has yet to comment on the mistake. However, the damage on the market is permanent. Most, if not all, players have lost value. And while the market has recovered somewhat following the removal of the pack and the subsequent lack of supply of foot hero items, the loss of coins is irreversible. Players who managed to purchase the pack may be in even more luck, however, as the pack was advertised as untradable, meaning the item couldn't be sold on the transfer market. Uh, in past instances, when EA has sold a pack with the wrong description, they typically compensate players with the original pack, meaning some players may, re- may receive two foot hero cards for as little as 25,000 coins. Sheesh. <laughs> so, so, this is the thing. This is the thing. For people that don't understand economics, like me, um, then this is so much more than just giving a couple of players a couple of a couple of players, rather. So oh I'll just load up for I'll get myself a nice IRT jobs gooden. Oh, do you know what I'll sell him as well, get a billion coins and set myself up for the rest of the year, Jobs are gooden. It's not just that, it's the case of the fact that this has massive ongoing effects to people in the market splurging their funds, people getting rid of players, panic selling, panic buying, and it just has a huge economical impact. Just like we're fucking seeing in, in day-to-day life now, but this is in video game form huge, huge mistake. What are your thoughts, Pip?
1: Yeah, I mean, like you say, it's if you're selling your Yaya Torre for £700,000, if you don't want to keep him, obviously he's a fantastic player and he probably will do your team a world of good. But <clears throat> if you've only got that one player and you know that you can get £700,000 right there and then for him, you sell him, you've got the money, you can then pretty much kit out your team. I mean, you're obviously not going to be getting icon cards or anything like that because they are way too expensive. But if you want a mid to... High end team, then £700,000 goes not necessarily all the way, but it can go a hell of a lot further than you not having the or a card in the first place. Do you know what I mean? So, having and selling that card, then you end up putting that £700,000 into other players that are available on the market for middling values. Oh, obviously, significantly less than £700,000 means that you end up buying 11 players. That money then ends up Go into other people's hands who end up doing the same so therefore the value of the players that are on the market tend to drop because there is a lot more people have the money do you know what i mean people have the money now to be able to go out it's not as if you are an rtg player where you are starting with just 750 coins you're trading your way to the yaya already. you've literally just got him like your end goal is there in your hand you've got him that's it it's like buying a house for next to nothing and then someone valuing it at two hundred and fifty thousand pounds more than what you end up paying for it. When you go to buy a next house, you've already got the money in your hand to be able to put down for uh your mortgage, your your deposit, and then you've the mortgage payment will come down significantly because you've got all that money there. You could just buy the car, the house outright. Like if there's so much money going through the economy and people have already got these cards and then they're selling them for other cards of not the same value but you end up kitting your team out for a lot less than 700,000 pounds then the market becomes a little bit stagnant and there was so there was a comment that got made when I was playing pro clubs yesterday about how many how many rounds of approval this will have, have to gone through before it gets released i i commented and... on, on that
0: comment actually yeah i know what you're saying Con- yeah. continue
1: yeah so it EA aren't stupid as much as many people claim that they are. There will be seven or eight people or departments that will have to sign off campaigns like this because they need to look at risk and reward of releasing something as an OP player that may end up going for next to nothing or a high-end card that is super rare that will be able to get used in SBCs and things. So having that many approval processes go through for someone to accidentally release this the chances, albeit people won't agree with this, but the chances of that happening are pretty slim. Like, the mistakes like this don't just happen, in my opinion. That this, I don't want to say that they planned for it, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did something like this to be able to basically reset the entire market and no, start I, again from, I from the beginning. That.
0: So it was Wobbly that made it. He said, like, the amount of people that will have to sign this off for this to happen... Um, is extreme so uh that just doesn't happen by accident and i'm thinking would well, you clearly yeah I, I mean i've worked in video games for long enough to know that this mm. shit happens <laughs> this this yeah, shit does it, it does it, it should it, it mean, does happen how many times have we clicked on an x in the top corner of your screen when you're in a fucking middle of a word document or a powerpoint or something which then brings up a have you uh um do, you've not saved this do you want to save it and you click the no by accident you didn't mean to click the x in the first place you click the no it doesn't happen often but we've all done yeah. it probably at some point and this yeah, is agree, this yeah. is probably that like in terms of they wouldn't have wanted to put on a pack for 25k but someone's probably adding those packs to a system we don't know what that works i assume it's some sort of uh CMS or something like that for those that don't know it's content management system so it won't be one guy hard coding this to the back end it'll probably be someone's hard coded a program and then maybe the campaigns people uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the right department or naming or whatever will go okay well I need to get these campaigns put into the system we don't know what the value is going to be for this packet yeah. is it going to be 100,000 is it going to be a million is it what well, okay fuck 25 whatever I'll just click one from the drop down option um, and we'll go there and has probably then gone to save hit the save button, which is right next to do you want to publish this now button and he's gone fuck and gone to click the no mm-hmm. button and click the yes and he's gone fuck or not not even noticed he's clicked the the publish yeah. one instead kind of thing and then 25 minutes people have gone what the fuck uh so then everyone is scrambling like fuck to get rid of that on the back end so i i mean it, i i don't believe ea will have done this to reset the market because the that is a huge economic yeah. uh sweep it's like it's like dropping a nuke on to fix uh a faltering
1: market it's just it's just an extreme static mm. kind of thing uh, however the, the reason i say this is not obviously just because we discussed it on fifa yesterday but i genuinely i have never seen people able to i don't know whether or not it's because the web app web app may have come out a little bit earlier this year and people literally have just been sat on their sofa while or lying in bed or sat on the toilet or whatever it is that they're going to be using these the, the companion app for, I have never seen so many OP teams with epic with the uh, epic cards or the hero cards or the legend cards, the icon cards. I've never seen so many high-profile teams within the first week of FIFA. Now that is that that spells a huge problem already for EA because there is if there is that many people having these teams with the players that they want and they have worked towards throughout four or five months, if they're getting those players within the first week, that is a problem then because they therefore might not... The packs become not necessarily irrelevant because as, well, for content creation side, you're going to be wanting to be ripping packs every single day that you go live just to keep the content going. But if your end goal as a, a pro or, or, or as a content creator that doesn't like losing on stream, for instance, then or just the average Joe who doesn't like losing. I don't know why you always bring this back to content creation, but somebody who ends up putting holes in their desk because they end up losing to a 90th minute goal. like If you don't end up having to sell those packs, that then becomes a problem for EA. So having a reset at some point or something to happen throughout the year for the cards to then become worthwhile again and people start putting more money back into the economy I've never seen that so early. And that's that's the, the... I know it's conspiracy shit, stuff that you'd usually see written on walls covered in shit. Do you know what I mean? Like th- these kind of things. I don't know. I, I Genuinely, the only reason it, it it kind of resonated with me was because of how many teams I have seen. So, so I, I've i been playing foot for, for years and I've never seen... I say playing foot. I keep an eye on it. I play, used to play religiously, but haven't done for the last four years because it's just... It's too much of a time sink. I can't even play fucking Elder Scrolls Online anymore. Do you know what I mean? And that is my favorite time sink. But the thing is, I've just never
0: seen it. So, like on that angle, this that that would add to that problem. Like if people have got super teams, you flood the market with heroes, uh, and people are selling them at any price to get the money in. That will push the price of the heroes down because there's an abundance of them, and then the Mm -hmm. abundance of heroes pushes the price of the Players in same positions that aren't quite as good—be that your informs or your, your gold players or whatever—so yeah. their prices drop down, which means that it saturates the market with an abundance of talent for a lower price. So more people mm-hmm. also have the ability to get stronger teams. So mm-hmm. in this sense, like in that sense, it it boosts everyone's uh, stats up because because the price market crash, uh, the price on the market crashes, the quality available. Uh, yeah. is higher for a cheaper price. Everyone ends up with, like, God Squads kind of thing.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> if people are using their in-game currency rather than foot, foot points, then there's no money ever exchanging hands, is there, technically? So that's that, that's where the difficulty comes in, I think. Oh, I'm going to buy from a, a gameplay perspective. Like, oh, right, but, yeah. like you're like... sat like, with three million coins in your account, then the game, it, it kind of becomes irrelevant because you can buy. If it's £700,000 each, you can buy... Three of them, at least, and then be yeah, still have money to cut out the rest of your team. That is end goal stuff. That is, should be the stuff that you end up doing in February time, which is <laughs> which is <laughs> why which is where it comes back into.
0: It. I don't believe EA have done this on on purpose because that kind of goes against their goal of getting people to spend. Because everyone's gone. Mm. Oh, I've got my fucking yeah yeah. I'll, I'll take one point five million for him. I know he's one point nine two million, but I'll take one point five. Pff, yeah, go on then. Oosh. I will not spend another penny on FIFA now. Uh, for the rest of the year. EA have gone, fuck. Well, that person, to get that 1.5 million, might have had to spend another 200 quid or whatever over the course of the next nine months. 200 quid split mm. out over nine months. For a, for a lot of people, is a lot of money for a video game. For some people, 200 quid over nine months is is a drop in the ocean of the amount of hours that you'd get back. So there'll be so many people out there that have gone, oh, well, that's me. I've completed FIFA now. Uh, for myself, I've got myself to a good level of teams but also it stagnates it like in terms of everyone that you're playing against you 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 won't get that almost in your head free victory before kickoff when you turn up with some guy who's just got a bunch of silvers and golds and you're there with your mm-hmm. god squad because everyone's gonna have a god squad as well so yeah huge problems huge problems let's jump back through the chat and catch up then um uh why do you want to scar someone for life with free FIFA? <laughs> because, <laughs> because we're just that kind of person. Has it ripped again? It did rip again. Fuck's sake! Um, you got OBS twenty eight. I am on OBS twenty eight, but this isn't an OBS twenty eight issue. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's been on multiple. I, I, I say I don't know what it is. I'm fucking pretty. Fucking size of this moth. Fucking size of this moth. Uh, I'm pretty sure Ooh. it's Sky. I'm pretty sure it's an IP side thing. I keep trying to find the solution that's not Sky. I know it is Sky. Uh, because my Discord dips and Bibi hears my audio dropout and stuff. I think the thing is, is, my Sky is like a patchy connection. It's strong enough to maintain the connections for most things, so you're not like going off for 30 seconds, but it's weak enough that it can cut the connections. And in Discord, you stay in the call. And then you come back in. But an OBS, it cuts the transmission, so it drops it off. So that's what it is. Um, games companies blocking the news. Just too fresh to share. Exactly, Spike. Yeah, EA <laughs> just weren't in here. Uh, they weren't up for it. I really need to work and not constant, uh, constantly refresh the stream. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Sky again. Oh, well, at least the, the drops usually come in threes most of the time. So just one more to go. Shut it. Uh And then when you said free and FIFA, EA killed your stream. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Let's get a chant going for uh, for the guy who made this mistake. So back to the FIFA pack story. You're getting sacked in the morning. Sacked Mm -hmm. in the morning. Um, Pounds? You mean coins? I don't remember what that was in relation to, but if it was in the article, it was whatever was there. I don't know. Uh, If it's worth that in pounds uh, in our current economy, you'd get a Freddo for that. Hashtag big money. Once again, can't remember what was said. (laughs) From the bottom of all of us who did not open the pack, Piss off, EA, says Lake.
1: Piss off, ghost. Piss off, ghost.
0: Uh, I hear the word OP. You're missing a number, Bibby. Don't worry, I typed it. I typed it.
1: Hey, Crocodile, <laughs> yeah. welcome
0: in. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, welcome in. Thank you very much for the uh, posture check. I did it for a few seconds hey. and then, as always, forgotten instantly went back into being a, an absolute crab. But we're, we're, I'll sit back up again now, I remember. Nice. Um, my only question is, how will they fix this for us that did not open the pack? Well, this is the thing. Bibby was having... I shit my pants. <laughs> Baby was having conversations on Sunday about how they could do this, and I think it was Tito mentioned like one of the Marvel mobile, uh, mobile game that he played. They had to actively turn the servers off and roll it back to get rid of it. I do not think this is something that that uh, EA will do. I think they will try not to either. ride this out. I think the difficult is though is FIFA like. Imagine the top line rating of teams on average across the board is say in launch week. Let's, let's, probably wrong numbers, but we'll go with them. Eighty-five across the board. The top team is eighty-five. Some people will have ninety odd teams. Some people will have seventy odd, but it's top. It about eighty-five average. And then by the end of like uh, September, maybe it's up to eighty-seven-ish. And then and then by the end of the year, everyone's got like a team with a ninety-six-ish rating over the board or whatever, something like that. This has pushed that up higher quicker. So I think they will just keep elevating the market. So where their plans would have been to uh, uh, push the market up slowly over the course of the year. They'll pull that forward now. They'll have to. If not, they'll just have a really dull period. They might just stick to it and have a dull period so that the market is dull for the next six weeks and then actually starts to pick up at their uh, aim uh, to go for the rest of the year. The downside with that, though, is that... You will need a higher level to compete, which means that you obviously need better pack luck or money to spend in the market. So it's the only way you can fix it. uh, Well, all the ways that you can fix it for me are bad ways for users uh, in one one way or another. So it's not, it's not, it's not
1: a good move. Um, The call I welcome in. They're never going to turn it off. Servers off the weather. Like, (laughs) Like like Tito said, they have to roll it back. Like imagine stopping people from playing foot for any more than the normal scheduled maintenance time. It will never happen. They can't afford to do that. And the, the thing is as well, a lot of people, and
0: this is the key thing, won't know or care. Um, because most people will, that are playing it will just play a couple of hours here and there. They won't have even known that the Hero Pack went on and then got sold or whatever, they'll just be like, oh, everyone's got good teams. Oh, I'll keep playing. And a lot of people will just be blissfully unaware. Because most people that play FIFA are not your I'm I'm a huge FIFA fan. They may just be one game players. All they play is FIFA coming from work, play a couple of hours or whatever, but they're not necessarily ingrained with the community or ingrained with gaming news or mm. so on. So they might have missed that completely. If they weren't, if you weren't there for that 6 p.m. when it went live for 25 minutes, a lot of people will be unaware. And I say blissfully because blissfully sounds like happily. A lot of people will be feeling the negative effects and not even realizing why kind of thing. (laughs) Just thinking, oh, fuck, okay, well, we'll just continue. Mm. So EA turning that off, like, that's not a solution for EA. The solution is to lose billions to fix something that's cost billions potentially in, in an economy. Like, I think they will... You'll see them maybe trying to balance the market, possibly with more campaigns, trying to give more stuff away to allow people to, to level up their teams to competitive levels or so on. But in doing that, the more you give away, the less people spend. Um, mm-hmm. So do you front load with a lot of giveaways and hope that people stick around for the point where they need to spend? Do you starve them now and let people play in? I mean, it, that, it, what, you know, saying it out loud, it probably works for me from a year's perspective uh, to starve the market now, to not give people stuff so so that everyone can build up their teams because that works to make people want to compete then. Oh, shit, everyone's got hero teams and I missed it because I've not installed it yet because I thought, oh, I'll just have a nice weekend with the family and fuck my family. God, I've missed the packs and everything. (laughs) So now I have to spend money on packs to compete. So that's a solution Mm -hmm. for EA. EA's solution is, okay, we'll let people pay to compete, which is, from a business perspective, the best way of doing it. You can turn your servers off and cost billions, or you can leave them on and starve people so they spend money to be able to compete. Because that's where, where that's where f- we've had articles in the past. FIFA gets a lot of its money from people feeling like they need the player. I need that 97 yeah. player rather than 96 to compete. Whereas when you get them, you actually think, oh, it's actually same, really. Uh, same. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay, uh, FIFA Ultimate the team was fun... To uh, for me to play until this uh, problem, I can't believe it. It's become like Madden Ultimate Team, where everyone has ninety-seven rated teams uh, within a month. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's 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 the downside. I mean, the thing the thing is, is it, obviously it won't be quite at ninety-seven. It just means that 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 I don't not skill gap, but rating gap of teams obviously closes over the course of the year everyone gets a better team you eventually get that 90 rated fullback to replace your 89 rated fullback so you push yourself up a little bit further kind of thing it just means that a lot of that ladder that shelf life of leveling up has been taken away from this uh, which which i think Often, with every every year, people get bored of things. You often see April, May. People are pissed off at their football games. I, I can't wait for the next one. Ah. Um, we might start to see that a little bit earlier this year. So, but then again, we have World Cup stuff. So maybe, maybe they can do some cool stuff around the World Cup. Maybe the last FIFA World Cup that we'll have. Um, so maybe the, there's some stuff in there that they've got mm-hmm. planned for it. We'll see uh d- damn i have so many evolutions uh to get through to get to uh, prime me exactly by the way shout out to op3 by the way OPUBG. pub g oh pub g oh, <laughs> Chatting to me on Saturday, he was talking about like downloading and installing PUBG. He was like, all I I can find is the test server. Managed to talk him into like where he can find it, and then the tweets came through. Yeah! He's he's got it installed. He he messaged me last night saying he'd he'd got through basic training and stuff. So I said, oh, that means you're a step closer to just bridge camping with me on Erangel and seeing nothing (laughs) for 15 minutes. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, For those that don't know that, that is old school. Back when we were playing PUBG on PC, early days, me beans tv op3 uh, uh was there another one i can't I, I, there probably was a fourth uh, Poor uh, uh get missed out yeah it's probably bit of, oh no i oh, know um but we uh went camped on a bridge on erangel and sat there 15 minutes because the circle had shifted people had to come over this bridge nobody came over the bridge to the point where we got done by the circle had to move and then instantly got shit on so yeah great games <laughs> all the content nice yeah. um uh mornish all oh, good mornish jnk neil welcome in size of this moth uh, i know you have your plans of what to talk about today as well but i just learned about ghostbusters spirits unleashed and i've done a little uh, excited we as i've not seen anything about this game and it's out in less than two weeks um follow greg miller he uh is a massive ghostbusters fan so he's been posting about it like constantly for a few weeks yeah, uh, do feel free to share the story in the Discord though if you haven't got it. We don't have it on for today, and with the technical stuffs, so we'll probably not put it in. But we can we can chat about it tomorrow. I, I'm a, I'm a Ghostbusters fan, so it's good for me. How are you, gentlemen? Hey, Crocodile. How are you? See!
1: How are you? See!
0: How are you?
1: See!
0: Discord do uh, done me dirty there. Uh, No, it was good. It was good. It was was good, that ass. Nice. Uh, Ruined my night, that. uh, But at least for now, I can play PUBG. (laughs) Wait, I missed out on Hero Packs. You did. 25K for a tradable hero, uh, which is worth up to like 2 million. So quid's in. It was only up for 25 minutes, though. So as Bateson tweeted the other day, um, whatever you're doing, make sure you're on... Uh, and ready to log into your console at 6pm every evening. Because if they're going to fuck up, that's when it's going to happen. There you go. <laughs> uh, and even if you're not on your console, make sure you just check Twitter. Three minutes past six. If it's if it's happened, it'll be out all, all over Twitter by then. So that's when you go to it. Nice. Um, Surely you'd be able to use a companion app as well then, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. That's it. Get your phone and your companion app. Uh, so you've got Twitter and uh, get your phone. Get your Twitter and, and the companion app on your phone. Jobs a good. One. That's it. Cash in, boosh. Easy peasy. Uh... Okay, speaking of uh, companion apps, not so much a companion, but it's definitely an app from uh, EA. This is our next news story, sticking with Jordan Midler at VGC. This actually came out uh, just at the end of last week, and it says EA's new PC app is out now, officially replaces Origin soon. So the new client has left open beta and supports merged friends lists across Steam, Xbox, and PlayStation. So EA has officially replaced its Origin PC client with a new app. Do you know what? Thank feck for that because every time I start on my PC, like even though uh, Origin isn't one of those programs that auto starts, the Origin web helper shit is. So get the fuck out of here. Anyway, (laughs) um, uh, Origin PC. uh, So they've replaced Origin PC client with a new app more uh, more 10 years after. uh, More 10? More than 10. Okay, okay, more than 10 years after it was originally introduced. Announced in a blog post that EA app, which has been an open beta for some time, will soon replace the Origin client with what EA is calling its fastest and lightest, big fan of that, PC client today. According to EA, the new app has a more streamlined design and performs automatic game downloads and background updates just like your PS5. Well, he didn't say that. I had a <laughs> uh, players can also link their friends list with other platforms such as Steam, Xbox, and PlayStation. Local and cloud saves will automatically be transferred to the new client, which uh, with which players will be invited to download soon, according to EA. Mac players, however, stink. Oh no, I didn't say that. It says won't currently receive the new app yet. Uh, Origin for Mac continues to be the place you can access your games. And mm. Okay, we will leave that. I will mention. The next couple of uh, uh, paragraphs, actually, because there's some important information there. So EA officially revealed its new Need for Speed game earlier this week. Need for Speed Unbound yes. will be released on December the 2nd, which is one day before my birthday, which is the important news that we needed to get to. And at this point, I'll type exclamation mark 312 in the chat so we can get some... Happy
1: birthday to ya. Happy birthday
0: to you. Happy birthday. There we go back into the news. Uh it will be released on Xbox Series X, PS5 and PC and features a unique art style which appears to take inspiration from anime. Basically, Need for Speed meets the Spider-Verse. Oof. Yes, please. It looks
1: fucking badass. GG's. Um but bip. ESPC yes. app is out now. But... Yes, I need to I need to update mine. Uh I do I don't use Origin all the time, um, but I do have like 40 different launchers on my PC. <laughs> um so I do like to keep them updated so that eventually when I do go to think actually I want to play a bit of that it's readily available like I haven't played ESO in forever but with my new internet Graham I uninstalled it and then reinstalled it because I haven't played it for so long I thought Still it's going to take man. longer to patch oh. it <laughs> oh. I thought it's going to take longer to patch it uh and usually if you ha- like I don't know if you've come across this and I'm fairly certain other people in the in the chat probably have done because they play PC games probably a lot more than you do but if you don't play something for a while and then you have like a large patch that goes on top of it and it might be the same for some of the some console games but sometimes the patches can conflict and then it just doesn't work and you have to delete the game and then reinstall it anyway so if i haven't played it for like four or five months i know there's going to be four or five patches in there or new additions to to the game so i'll just uninstall used to be pain in the ass because it would be like 100 gigs and my old internet was shit press it now graham in about forty minutes. Bosh, Bibby's back in the game again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I like to try and keep them on top of my launchers. Even if I, haven't, if I haven't played anything for a while, just cycle through Blizzard, update that. Origin, update that. Ubisoft Connect, update that. Just go in and make sure that they're all up to date.
0: Yeah, well, my internet works sometimes, so... <laughs> yeah. Good luck putting this one together today, Bibby. <laughs> uh, Spike says, I wonder if they plan on testing... Uh, this for this year, and then potentially adding more cross player in their consoles, like clubs. Uh, in FIFA, do you, do you know what? When you said that, then, um, as Bibby was uh, talking about, obviously, uh, his end, keep up to date with the launches. I was thinking, I was actually, uh, is this just a launcher thing? Is this just launcher side? Because there's a very, there's very different teams working on making a launcher that works across all of EA's titles and making pro clubs. Crossplay and making Apex mm-hmm. crossplay very different teams, but that said, it's still all EA and Apex going crossplay has no doubt given them information that they can share across their teams. Uh, Respawn will have some information that that Dice versus I mean, what, did they, is it? Just EA Vancouver that works on FIFA? Do they have an actual team? Uh, whatever it is, uh, so yeah, it's, it's a good point. It's a good point. Very different teams that don't work on the games at all. But that said, building that stuff into it, we've already seen it with Epic. Epic writes the theme tune, sings the theme tune, because they because <laughs> they build Fortnite, but they also have the Epic Game Store, and they also, within uh, Unreal Engine, which Fortnite is running on, they have uh, lobbies and they have party functions and that allows them to do so much cross-platform-wise. Mm-hmm. So it definitely does tie into it. It's a huge, significant thing. I've not even considered that until you said that. So, that, I mean, it, it might just be completely unrelated, but it could be. It could be. Maybe this is why we've got some parts of FIFA and not all parts of FIFA in crossplay yeah. because they want to build out their, their fully stable made specifically for system to do that and that and this could be a good point good point
1: that's what I'm ge- I'm genuinely looking forward to that like when it gets to christmas time and we're getting more crossplay on the games that we actually play um i'm not saying that we it's is rocket leagues bag for crossplay because we don't play it i'm just saying in terms of what we play on this channel and the consoles separating us out from playing with other people that we actually want to play it with bit of a pain in the ass but hopefully all that changes soon yeah, uh, yeah. I just want wanna
0: because of it uh, being all consolidated into one app for them. No, it's a good point. Very good point. I'd not even considered that. That is a good point. I mean, it, like I say, could be completely unrelated to cross-play stuff. It could just be EA going, okay, this app is big and bloated and clunky and was made with Origin, mm-hmm. which, which at that point in time was pretty cool in the fact that y- you could play Simpsons tapped out on your mobile and yeah. log in with EA Origin, or you could play mm-hmm. Battlefield Bad Company 2 on your Xbox 360 and log in with origin or you could play whatever on your pc and log in with origin it was pretty cool it was it was that it was the first step towards you have to log in with your ea account to keep your progress but the world has moved on from then so it could just be that but that could also be a, a part of a much bigger thing no doubt we'll find out more as uh, ea moves forward and specifically if they have anything within the launchers files over the next few weeks all of the uh, data miners will be looking at everything and anything that's in there. So if there is anything that's Mm -hmm. not hidden away, we'll find that out within the next
1: few weeks anyway. So we'll keep you updated. One step in the right direction, though, that I'm glad we've ended up taking. Um, And I'm I'm sure you guys have all come across this as well, but we've got to a point where a lot of companies like Activision, like Hi-Res, like Blizzard, have their... Websites that you can log in with whatever username and or email address that you've come to and then you can actually Tag in your consoles. So if you've got a PlayStation account an Xbox account a Stadia account Steam account a Twitch account You can go through and attach all of those accounts to your main account so that whenever crossplay or cross progression comes in For that particular game if it's not already in there You can just log in and pick up right where you left off and I think that I'm glad we started to get to that point in this it's nearly becoming industry standard across most games now that are multi-platform stuff. I don't know why no one ever thought of this earlier, but it just makes so much more sense to have stuff like that 100%. running through your games. 100%. So that you're not like, like. It, I don't know whether or not it started with like Hearthstone and stuff like that. So you're playing on your mobile, and then you want to play on your PC, you can log into your PC, your account's already there, you can continue to go. Fortnite obviously played a massive part in that as well. So if I wanted to play on my Switch... I think the 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 famous Christmas that me and you always talk about was uh, was me playing on my Switch and you played on your PS4 because that was my preferred console of choice to play Fortnite because I could play it anywhere. And then they introduced that, and then Bosh, we're good to go. We can play it on anything. I've log into my Xbox, log into my PlayStation, my accounts there, ready to go. I, I think, don't have to have three different accounts really simultaneously.
0: I mean, I'd, I'd happily pin it on something like a Fortnite. No doubt someone will go, eh,
1: actually... Uh, we will do, yeah. do
0: the But Manny voice. But money uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, There, There is examples of mm-hmm. it happening before. We all know. We've probably experienced it itself. I know that I played um, Metal Gear Solid, the HD collection. I had the game for my PS3, and I had it for my PS Vita. And... It was clunky as fuck, having to uh, save and transfer using fucking like USB cables to transfer my save over to play on my PlayStation and then transfer it back and and, and so on to be able to do that. Um, But that sort of cross-progression stuff has been around for generations now, probably longer. People will no doubt have older versions of that. Um, But yeah, to the point where that can just be linked to an account and yeah. your progress is a series of ones and zeros that's just in a file somewhere that goes, Oh, actually Bibby's here and he's a ninety five rated dude and he's this that and the other and so on, he's got this shield and that that whatever. But that's 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 where we need to be. Whether you're playing on your phone in the cloud uh format or whether you're playing it on a Steam Deck in a portable version of the game, that's the same game that you're playing on your PC at home, which you can then drop onto your uh, Xbox when you get into your your, your gaming setup or whatever. Yeah. That's it's a shame do. that you
1: don't have that for PUBG because yours it, it is three separate accounts of three different consoles. You've got your Xbox One from your day one, your PC from your day one, and your PlayStation obviously much later on, in the in the lifespan when you eventually came through on that. So imagine being able to you. Yeah, the problem is you'd never be able to have all three of those accounts consolidated into one. So like your PC one, for instance, you won't be able to move your Dr. Disrespect skins over to your PlayStation, yeah. which is highly annoying. You'd have to have one primary one, then copy and paste it across the rest of them. So you're probably going to go for your PlayStation one, which then gets rid of your Doc skins. I've had That's this, a problem.
0: I had this conversation with Andy Hall, who's the uh, console community manager for uh, PUBG NA. Um, and I said, is, there, is it likely that... that the accounts will ever be consolidated. And I use Fortnite as the example, the fact that they had different things, but once they made it so that it wasn't just, oh, you log into Fortnite using PlayStation, because that's what you did when you first played Fortnite. Mm -hmm. But then they added in the Epic Games store uh, and you needed the Epic Games account, should I say, so that you log in with your Epic Games account and anything that you've got on different accounts can all move over. There are some difficulties in the fact that I added uh, 15 quid to my Xbox, so that I could buy some V-Books. Danielle had an extra code that she'd bought for someone. She got, uh, she bought the code twice because she thought it wasn't coming. She was like, do you want another code? I was like, yeah, of course I'll buy Kylo Ren. It's Star Wars Christmas. Yeah. I'll fucking buy Kylo Ren for Fortnite. Let's go. So I put the 15 quid on my Xbox. Oh, I can't play Fortnite on my Xbox because I've not got Xbox Live. Obviously you can now. This was a couple of years ago. Okay, well, I'll use the what the one pound thing here. I'll buy myself Kylo Ren. So I put my 15 quid in as V-book. Oh no, it was, I bought the V-books and then I fired up my PlayStation. And then it was like, yeah, you don't have any V-books there. Your V-books are invisible. I was like, what? I've literally got the V-books. And then it was like the V-books were born using an Xbox code on Xbox, you can't use them unless you spend them on Xbox. And if I spend them on Kylo Ren, I can use Kylo Ren everywhere. So there is still some bits that are platform specific mm-hmm. where you get the, the politics of business that get in the way. But once I buy Kylo Ren, when we get business out of it and it's just a game, it works across it. Kylo Ren is available yeah. across every pl- platform now. On PUBG, it's not so much. And I asked, I asked, like, would that ever work? Would that ever be a thing? And there's like, no, there's there is some issues with with certain skins been on certain consoles and, and not on others and so on. So, like, they... they give an example of... PUBG has different parachutes, obviously, when you're parachuting in. And they gave, like, a one-year anniversary parachute away, which Xbox players got a green one with a pixel art dude on it, and PlayStation players got a blue one with a pixel art because they couldn't have PlayStation or Xbox logos and, and so on. because Not because the Xbox logo would be bad on Xbox, it's they couldn't show it on PlayStation. I was like, okay, well, that kind of makes sense uh and they'll probably be licensed things that weren't even considered back then because it wasn't possible like the doc skins they would have gone dr disrespect we want to use your logo in game and we'll give you money for it and he's gone nice but that said on pc because there was no there was no console version available then. So they don't have the ability to move that skin over. So there's all sorts of legacy contracts and deals that will need to be mm-hmm. re-agreed or just gone, okay, this is gonna happen, but everything that's in this list doesn't move over, which would be a shame because I fucking love all my Alad speed and momentum skins on PlayStation. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be a great one.
1: It's a shame that Except
0: they never came out for console. That what a daft decision that was. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was it was just as it was hitting console. Um uh, like like in terms of I said just as it was hitting I think it was just after it hit console but even still it was a daft decision absolutely a daft decision but at that point in time it, console updates were like six to eight weeks maybe a couple of months yeah. after so you get like patch one on PC and then then two months later it comes console and it's like ugh whereas now it's only a week behind two weeks behind so it's not that that bad but still not that great um. The only issue with that sort of thing is that there is there is cracks in the system. And I don't know whether PUBG are aware of this or if it is just something they can get away with or, or so on. But if you if you pre-ordered PUBG on the PlayStation, you got um a Nathan Drake uncharted skin for your dude in game. Or uh, and should I say, you got Ellie's backpack from The Last of Us for a level two backpack, which is what I have equipped. I have the backpack equipped. And uh Andy was saying, like, like, those skins aren't available, like, on the other platform. So if I'm wearing it, you can't see me wearing it. I'm wearing yeah. generic clothing for you. But that's not the case. Like, people... <laughs> I, I've seen other people's screens and see that my stuff actually appears as it is. So I don't know if they're aware that PlayStation content is available on Xbox systems. Look, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe it was. Maybe he got it wrong, and, and it is actually allowed across platform, and that's why PlayStation did it, or whatever. But, but yeah, it, it was supposed that to, he told me, uh, w- without any confusion, that it would be randomised, and you just get a random default skin on your backpack for someone else. But for me, it looks like Ellie in The Last of Us. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Um, Enix says I'm tired of being so fucking good at Overwatch. I don't believe you. Lies. Well, was- I don't believe you. Uh, because I've I've, I've heard Enix tell me he's so fucking good at Halo and everything, and I watched him, and he just gets absolutely shit on. Kid Chiron, Kid on, key, get over and over and over again, and Call of Duty and so on. And He said he works in eSports, but, I mean, I've not seen it. I've not seen it. I mean, all well, I've played with them, all we get is, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, I just wonder because... Uh, if it all i've done that already actually i think cod does it perfect now and possibly overwatch when it's fixed uh oh and now fortnite uh, because your currency never used to transfer per platform so if i had 1600 points on ps5 i couldn't use that etc but it works now oh does it work now okay that's cool yeah so i i bought 1600 points whatever it was for 15 quid um on xbox and then couldn't use them on playstation Mm -hmm. although i could benefit from the skins once i'd spent them but yeah Nice. would be funny if Twitch released a game app and then offered consolidation and everyone with Rogue Company were like, can I move my Dr. Disrespect skin, please? <laughs> <laughs> Followed <laughs> by that awkward silence. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, mate. Um, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to readjust the stories because we've just been speaking about PUBG. I'll jump into our next story, which is about PUBG. Um, this, pardon me, uh, released t- t- two days ago was from Vicky Blake at Yuri Gamer. Uh, so PUBG Background's next update is going to refine the gunplay meta. Rip vertical foregrip. So this is, if you're not a PUBG player, this might not appeal to you that much. And if you are a PUBG uh, player, that might be worrying for you. Uh... Because, obviously, PUBG's biggest thing is using the guns. Once you get used to the guns, you realize how good that game is. But that is where the skill gap is. But we'll jump into it anyway. PUBG Background's next update will refine the gunplay meta. That's according to developer Crafton, which says update 20.1, which goes live on the 11th of October for PC. That's tomorrow, by the way. And 19th for consoles. Uh, And introduces a, a new ranked season, includes several improvements to weapon attachments as well, updates to firing from vehicles, a new ranked season, world and map updates, and quality of life updates. So in response to the vertical foregrip dominating the uh, battlegrounds as the choice grip slot attachment, the team is changing the thumb grip, angle foregrip, half grip, lightweight grip, and the vertical foregrip. Basically, they changed all the grips. Uh, In a bid... To shape things up, promising to monitor our players after this balance update. The vertical foregrip shows strong performance and receives much love from our players, which is quite obvious, as the attachment definitely helps control vertical recoil. Imagine that. Vertical foregrip? (laughs) Wow. And accuracy when firing at long range, the team said. However, we didn't want to uh, sustain a meta where everyone uses the same attachment and repeating similar combat styles every match. Therefore, we decided to buff, uh, buff other attachments based on their individual unique traits. Uh, tweaks have also been made to fire from vehicles okay i'm going to sk- uh, skip past this basically they've made it harder to do drive-bys y- y- used to be a case if you could just hang out of vehicles and-, and laser people they've made that a little bit more difficult milo what's the matter um you'll also find 8 and 15 times scopes now available for the m16 and mutant um basically you can put long range scopes on the m16 now which basically makes bibi even more deadly uh Finally, the Destin map's blue zone is getting nerfed. The team has seen players appearing to be eliminated from comp- uh, competition more often in the blue zone in Destin compared to other maps. Um, yeah, okay. There we go. Nice. So, some overall tweaks to PUBG. Tweaking uh, the gunplay meta, changing the effectiveness of grips. What are your thoughts, babe?
1: Well, I don't, I don't have that much to say on this because I don't play it as much to you. The metas for me are getting M16, with a, a time scoping it, yeah. Put <laughs> uh, put a, a two time on there, get a DBS, and I'm good to go. That's like as good as it gets for me. However, obviously, you'll be playing this game every single day. I think you'll definitely have some more of a deep dive into this as to if this is a good move or a bad move.
0: Yeah, I am. Um, I'm not. I, I'm not sold on this, and I, I, this is a difficult one because I'm a. A person that's playing this game anyway. Uh, you get you when you're all the way over there, you silly sausage. Man was like, I'm upset, so I go come yeah, here, yeah. and he goes, I'll lie down, <laughs> tickle my belly. I will tickle your belly if you come over here. I'll pick you up. Um. So yeah, for me, I don't feel like I don't understand what this is. Like they're going, we don't want people to use the same weapons all, all the time, and and it, it, I don't feel it is that. I feel like yeah, everyone uses the same weapons that they they know and they get used to, but. You don't have to force them into mixing things up all of the time, because if I want to get into it into a close range fight, I'll use a shotgun or an SMG. If I want to get into a mid range fight, I'll use an AR, and if I wanted to get a long range fight, I'll use a DMR or a sniper rifle. It's as simple as that. Um, I can then tweak that with the number of like the size of scopes and stuff. What does it matter about the amount of certain recoil uh, it, there is on certain guns? So changing the vertical foregrip because that's what everyone wants. It adds to the story, your journey. Like at the moment, I, I will pick up a, a lightweight grip, for example. And that's me almost like, that's like you've got a level one, level two, level three backpack. In my brain, lightweight grip is like my level two grip. My uh, halfway, uh, half grip is my level one grip kind of thing. If I get a halfway, uh, half grip, I'll swap to the lightweight and then I'll eventually swap to the vertical grip. Unless I find the vertical grip straight off, nice. It's all part of the progression for me. I don't feel like anyone out there is thinking... Do you know what i'd i'd love to play pubg a little bit more but but only if i can use different yeah. grips all the time just for different things i d- i don't feel like that's anything anyone really wants so like changing things like the drive by mechanics Okay, I'm a fan of that. It's it's a bit stupid, the fact that you can just hang out of a window with a machine gun and laser the shit out of people. You should be. if You you try hold a machine gun. Those things are fucking heavy. Try holding yeah. a machine gun while you're leaning out the side of a Dacia that's snaking across a bridge at 80 miles an hour. Yeah, good luck. You're going out that window, mate. <laughs> so mm. being able to laser someone, making that difficult. I'm big fan of that. And doing all of the map uh, tweaks and stuff like that, uh, quality of life stuff, big fan of that. Tweaking the stuff that makes PUBG core, though, like, nerfing the vertical foregrip. People use this because it's good. We want it to mm. not be as good, so we've made it shit. It's like, what, why, why are you killing the good bits that people can rely on? <laughs> like, how about make it so that people can step up broken bits of rock or whatever that suddenly are in the way? Or when you're driving through the middle of a desert and you hit an invisible nubbin on the floor, which takes all of your health down. Like, get that stuff sorted before you start tweaking the stuff that people can rely on. So, might be good. I'll happily eat my words if playing it I'm wrong. am um, wrong. But that's a consistent within the core of the gameplay, which is gunplay. And I, I'm a big fan of consistency in the core. So I don't feel like it needs to be changed, but that's, that's, that's me. That's me. Are you here hey, now? You coming up? Come on then. Come on then. It's a bit cold today. So Milo's got a, a jumper on.
1: Look at this jumper. Look at this jumper.
0: There we go. He's a cuddle now. Stop Stop winching. Okay. We'll move ahead to our next story. This time. Good job. Look at me. I'm trying to read. Uh, There we go. Jordan Midler, once again, at VGC says, Valve quickly deletes Steam Deck video featuring a Switch emulator. Nintendo has previously issued DMCA takedowns of videos showing the emulator. Um, Okay, into the article. Oh, actually, before we jump into the article, I've just seen Spikes put some text in um, uh, on PUBG. So we'll stick on that before we jump into the Valve Steam Deck one. Uh, I think if they want new players... Uh, then they need to make the game more accessible with a solid tutorial. I would love to be able to log into there and go into my own private lobby that's a t- tutorial map and have it so when I pick an item slash weapon up, it gives me all the positives and negatives of the item slash weapon. At the moment, you're just thrown in with a ton of weapons and items and no solid description of what they do. I mean, they have improved that at the moment. Like, Precision will be able to tell you. Like Obviously, they've got the onboarding set up in the game now. I can't remember what they actually call it. Um, but there is still a lot of information that isn't available there, like why the vertical grip is the best. Because most people will pick up a game and it has aim assist. PUBG doesn't have that. And it has different grips that change the amount of recoil that you get vertical, the amount of sway that the gun will have and reload times and the ADS speeds. A lot of people don't realize that aiming down the sight with one grip will happen faster than with another one. So, yeah, I completely agree. There is is a lot of information there that isn't available anyway. You only know it because... You're ingrained in the community and the community at large knows it and someone's deep-dived it and there was a YouTube video on it three years ago and that inherent industry knowledge that the community has, the fact that it's not written down in a textbook somewhere does make it difficult for someone. And I agree, that stuff is more valuable than than having a grip being slightly less uh, better at maintaining vertical recoil. It's
1: great. I mean,
0: why do what? We why do i use that one when there's five other grips that fit in the same slot <laughs> so you've changed that one i don't even know what the difference is nice uh morning ish gents good morning fony welcome in thank you for the, uh, the the big old dub on the weekend appreciate you playing some games uh exactly i'd love to get into it but it baffles me yeah i mean i because i've been playing it since pc and then through xbox and and on playstation and i'm aware of all of that sort of stuff but there is so much stuff for people to come into the only way like the only way people can Enjoy PUBG is to know that they're not going to enjoy it for a few weeks, and that's a lot of ask a lot, uh, for mm-hmm. people that have, don't have enough time to play games. And there's more games than they could ever play already. Spending a few weeks not really enjoying it uh, whilst they get used to it, well, what's the point? I'll just play one of the other games I've got that I will enjoy from the off. And that that's that's the tricky part is the onboarding process. Doesn't ha- currently have a way to alleviate that. I'm not enjoying it. Function apart from forcing you into a few. There's ten bot lobby games that you play through now, but you still don't have the information to go with it. Uh, for example, what does a compensator compensate? Stuff, <laughs> stuff. Uh, ver- vertical recoil ish. Um, but but the, even that, even that. There's this dispute on that in terms of a compensator is meant to. Uh, Spaff out, is it like the heat and air or whatever produced by a gun? So when you fire your gun, a compensator is meant to like push air out the top, which goes against the, the, the vertical kick. So it keeps your gun from bouncing as much. Something like that. I've probably butchered it, but the only reason I know that information is not because it's in game, but because Wacky Jackie once told me on a video three years ago. And that's the bit where I was talking about like the community knowledge and community information. I'm not a gun dude. I don't know anything about that. If I, if I served in the army, I probably would have known, but Wacky Jackie told me on a pretty PUBG video three years ago on YouTube. So there you go. Yeah. But that's the thing though, like we don't have that information. So that's what makes it difficult. Why would I take a compensator? When I can take a, a suppressor, if I put a suppressor on my gun, people can't hear me coming, which is great for me, isn't it, right? When PUBG is based a lot on, it, on on audio, well, that's a good point. It is a good point. However, you get into a shootout and you don't know what you're doing and you used to aim assist and you've only got a suppressor, not a compensator, you're going to be looking at the moon. So there's all that information that new players won't know. So. My girlfriend wished I had a compensator. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Milo. Okay, back into the, uh, the Valve article then. Uh, there we go. So Valve posted and then quickly deleted a promotional video for the Steam Deck which featured a prominent Nintendo Switch emulator on Saturday. Valve's newest <laughs> promotional video for Steam, uh, Steam Deck featured the logo for the emulator. However, the trailer was quickly taken down and replaced with a new one. The Steam Deck has been praised for its own platform which allows emulators such as the one featured in the video to be easily integrated into the handheld PC. Um, while the emulators themselves are legal, promoting them in such a direct way, especially one that seeks to emulate Nintendo's current platform, was clearly done in error. When the Steam Deck first launched, Nintendo issued several DMCA takedowns on YouTube videos that showed players using this exact emulator to run Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild on Steam Deck. Valve has also announced this week that the Steam Deck no longer has a waiting list. We can talk about that uh, separately. The Steam Deck is flying at the moment, and so is their production of it. There is no, no waiting lists for the Steam Deck. If you're after getting one for Christmas, you can probably order one and get it delivered in time now. Nice. I think it was something like... Like... It will be like same week or something. I could be wrong on that. Which means that you'll be able to play Nintendo games on your Steam Deck in no time. Or not, or not. Quickly delete that comment because I've just said it, which is exactly what what Valve did. So they posted a video that showed a Steam Deck running an emulator to play Nintendo games and then quickly deleted
1: it. Thoughts, babe? Hmm. Well, it's it's out in the wild now, isn't it? Now, now I know that Switch, uh, that the Steam decks can handle Switch emulation. That's just another reason. Well, it's another tick in the box, shall we say? I'm not going to bait myself out there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, any handheld device nowadays is a viable option for it. all of your game needs to be consolidated into one nice little nice little package. But I got a, a console that can play triple A games at 1080p, and now you find out that you can play PSP. Nintendo Switch, uh, Nintendo 3DS, Nintendo DS, the original PSP, the Game Boy, uh, fucking the Sega handheld that came out. I can't remember the name of it, it's escaped me. But the fact that you can play Game Gear, that's it. And the fact that you can play all of these games on one device now. That's pretty fucking amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It, such a
0: phenomenal setup. It, it was a close call between that and Xbox for me for my for my Christmas present this year. Uh, I've gone Xbox only on the uh, angle that the Steam Deck might get a better battery before next year. It might not, and if yeah, it doesn't, fair. then then there's probably some better OS stuff that I can take advantage of. So I've gone for Xbox because that's something that will... It's, it's, it's pretty much my PlayStation. Same, same, but different. Uh, but it unlocks more doors, more consistently. I don't feel I will regret having my Series X next Christmas, mm. but I might regret having my Steam Deck next Christmas. So it wasn't about what offers me something good now. They both offer me something good. It's about it's more about which one might get replaced quicker and I went for the yeah. uh, the Xbox thinking it I, wouldn't.
1: I definitely feel in my circumstances if I got offered either or I'd probably choose a Steam Deck. Just for the simple fact that I know it's it's it, rich coming through me now because I've already got a Series S. But the fact that I can play Xbox games on my PC already, I'm missing something. I'm missing a handheld that can do everything. And I feel like Nintendo Switch is very, very good at what it does. But I feel like I definitely play my Steam Deck more than my Nintendo Switch because I know I've got games that I'm... My game library on Steam is... It's amazing to look at, but it's horrific to know that there is games there that I'll probably never end up playing because I don't have the time. But the fact that that gets him eliminated with the likes of the Steam Deck and that Levi came into the office last week with Resident Evil 3 playing on it considering it's a game that wasn't verified to be able to play in it but plays on it perfectly, makes me think, fuck me, I need one of these like now. Yeah, I mean,
0: I've got games on my Steam library, which isn't massive, uh, but I just don't play like, like I've said said the other day, like I've got Shadow of, war and shadow of mordor both there, mm-hmm. ready to be played and i've had them for years on my steam library like yeah i'll play them one day on my pc and i just haven't but having them available yeah. on my handheld that's like okay well i could just sit there on a the couch while we watch bake off or whatever and yeah okay i'll play this instead so yeah, yeah. it's definitely something i want but jordan says i attempt to frustrate a st- a st- a st- Steam Deck, but they have already taught the next version of it uh, being developed, which is exactly why I stopped, because I, I'd i made the decision and told Danielle to get me a Steam Deck rather than an Xbox, and then the very next day, um, they were comfortably saying the next version of Steam Deck will have a better battery, and I'm thinking, that's a weird message to be putting out, it's probably just someone hasn't been uh, been briefed by PR, it's very likely that someone's just saying, yeah, the next one will have a better battery, because it's obvious, oh, it will, because, mm-hmm. you know, just that's how stuff progress. Um, but usually people don't say that stuff because PR go, uh, dickhead, don't talk about the next one because we're selling this one and we've got shitloads <laughs> of it left, so shut the fuck up. So, but it was the fact that he said it. If if it's just someone speaking out of PR, then, then oh, well, I've not really lost out. I'll, I'll still get one next year. If it's someone speaking with PR awareness but probably shouldn't have been saying it, that means there could be another one coming soon. Um I am very much aware that we're still in the first 12 months-ish. Uh, yeah. Maybe It could be just a bit over, I'm not sure, um, of the Steam Deck. So the likelihood of them putting another one out already is, is pretty short. But then again, Nintendo did it with the Switch. They re- released a better battery version of the Switch pretty quickly on. We're, we've already seen three versions of the PS5. Uh, not that yeah. people will be aware of it, because it's stuff that just replaced internally to improve performance. And that's the thing. I don't. I don't think we're gonna get Steam Deck two. Uh, Steam Deck two. I feel like we'll get Steam Deck Build B, which just has not necessarily a bigger battery, but less strain on it because it's got better stuff on the motherboard or, or whatever. So yeah. that's
1: what I think might happen.
0: Not not that it yeah. will, but it might happen over the next year.
1: I've just, I've just had to look at it again. Like it blows my mind that this thing actually exists. Like. You could buy the 350 par- 50 quid version with a 64 gigabyte solid SSD inside it and then still buy the one terabyte SD card to plug inside of it and it'll still be less than the next one up, which is 460 quid. But uh, I'd I'd want the top tier one, which is 570 quid, which comes with a 512 gigabyte because you get all the carry cases and the the all the other themes and stuff that you're not asked about but i want do you know what i mean i mean that's <laughs> uh, what... premium anti-glare etched glass and yeah. faster st- fastest storage like that's the one that want. like i never use a terabyte storage inside this most pc games unless you're playing something like warzone or something they are actually quite the games that i play anyway aren't hugely the file sizes aren't big. I was trying to think of a, 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 a very clever word then, but I couldn't think of one. But the file sizes aren't that big. They're probably between 10 to 20 gigabytes. Fucking hell. I won't, I don't even think I'd be able to do the 256 gigabyte one without having to delete, like, completing it and then deleting it.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd have definitely gone 512 and then looked at options from there. I, I That's usually the way I go anyway when it comes to consoles and stuff. Obviously, it's a bit, a bit different when it comes to PCs, but consoles, I usually go top and then... Um, try future proof as much as I can.
1: Um, I've been playing Shadow of War this week. Had it for years. <laughs> it's, it's Great! <laughs> I didn't actually see you playing that, and the um, and <laughs> the on our Discord because it show, obviously it shows you what you're playing. So yeah, I was like, oh, that's a great game. That
0: Arnick. Good morning or good afternoon. Now uh, I've been playing Wind Waker on mine. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Shh, Nintendo might be watching. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Uh, I see someone got uh, into the Street Fighter 6 beta. They went to a land, so they was gonna miss out. He used the Steam Deck with a fight stick attached to it to play it while away. <laughs> That's fucking
1: amazing. Good effort. Well they've got uh, the knockout on it now as well, aren't they? So it's basically like using a switch. What but the two time infinitely better. The two time is available on it, wow, yeah. Nice. Uh I'd use
0: it to play Final Fantasy uh, Swigger. What's SWG? Something Sniper Warrior Ghosts. <laughs> Something really good. <laughs> <laughs> and my MMO game. I don't know what's like. i can't figure out. Star Wars Galaxies. Oh, there you go. There you go. I would have never would have got that one. Um I oh see this see this is what you need to do. If you're a if you've got a lot of digital property on Steam, do what Itani did. he sold his CSGO skins and used his Steam wallet to buy it. Woo! There you go. There you
1: go.
0: I mean how much is my Valence uh, violence speed and momentum skin on PUBG? Is it tradable? Can I sell that on the marketplace? Yeah. Uh, it's probably not tradable. Um I'll read. Ah uh, no, in the chat. Ah no, We're getting ah no for him. Um. Also, the five twelve has the non reflective screen. Well, that's what it was for me. I mean, it's the fact that's got more capacity on uh, from the off. Um. But that, I mean, I hate hate sitting there. With a screen and you just, you're seeing everything it's behind you. see your you. face. Yeah.
1: So like, I want to look at the fucking <laughs> thing in when front of you. you a dark loading screen and you just see your fucking mug just like looking back at you. Hi. There's nothing worse. Isn't it's not it? Not
0: even loading screens, because loading screens, you've got a little bit of time to think about. It's when you go into a dark room and it's like, why the fuck am
1: I in this room? <laughs> I, I see myself frowning, so I just like looking at it. I don't realize. I can't do it now because I'm laughing. But like, my eyes are just like. <laughs> It's like I, I then catch myself, I'm like, you fucking moody bastards. I'm, to, I'm playing it. I'm supposed to be playing this game to enjoy my life. Why do I look like that? <laughs> Why do I look so stressed? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: oh, Jordan just shared a meme. Oh, I've got to put it on the screen. There you go. <laughs> Seeing your reflection on the black screen between Netflix episodes, I'm wondering what the hell you're doing with your life. <laughs> <laughs> that but video oh. games let's go yeah. <laughs> oh okay so there you go um nintendo not nintendo valve even released uh, a steam deck video which had a nintendo emulator in it and then pulled it off that's what she said straight away straight away it's gone it's gone mate yeah uh so we'll move ahead off that one into our final news story of the day we'll just uh, gloss over this one but it's a milestone big fan of milestones on this channel so we like sharing other people's success but Subankar Parajat at Gaming Bolt says Star Citizen has been purchased by 1.7 million players the long in development title uh, precision says pulled it off in, <laughs> in chat <laughs> I don't know what you mean I didn't say that uh, the long in development title has averaged over 50,000 daily active players in 2022 having peaked at around 130,000 players so Star Citizen remains one of the fascinating games in the industry the ambitions of development Cloud Imperium Games have been a constant increase in its scope, and that in turn has led to it to become a game that's perpetually in development and never seems closer to release. Of course, the sci-fi title has been playable in its pre-launch state for quite some time, and recently we got details on how it's been doing. During a recent Citizen Con stream via Twinfinite, Cloud Imperium Games boss and Star Citizen creative director Chris Roberts revealed that the game has over 4.1 million registered accounts, of which 1.7 million players have purchased the game. The space, I actually genuinely thought I said space farting, genuinely thought I said, <laughs> the space faring title has also seen a significant increase in player engagement in recent months. Throughout 2022, Star Citizen has seen over 50,000 players. Uh, daily players on average, up from 32,000 last year, with a peak of roughly 130,000. Its daily active users have also played the game roughly three hours per day on average. There's still no word on when or if Star Citizen will uh, see its l- long overdue full launch, but even being persistently in develop- uh, uh, a persistently in development game, it's clearly seeing an increase in numbers in areas that count. Okay, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there.
1: Does this have your attention, Bib? Star Citizen? it doesn't but it's still it, it doesn't blow my mind that people think it's great it just blows my mind that the game's not out even in foot it's f- it, 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 in a 1.0 situation yet and they have that many people and that much money coming through the door like there's a there's one bit at the uh, is that at the end of the article i have just closed it down now but i need to i'm gonna go back into it He said that uh, they just managed to do a new round of a go uh not a go is it go fund me Less than a month ago, it was announced that Star Citizen had crossed. Yeah. yeah. 500 million dollars in crowdfunding for a game that's not technically out yet and still in early access. Like 36 million hours in 2022 so far. It's not my kind of game. I can see why people enjoy playing it. But it surprised me that a game like this is as popular as it is. Like, I don't know why it should surprise me. It's probably because it's not something that I see in my remit of friends play, and uh, therefore I don't think it's as popular as it is. But there's definitely something in that game that keeps on bringing people back, and uh, game companies will be fighting to try and figure out what that is, because that is the one thing that you want people to do. Keep on coming back to play your game every single day. So there's something going on in that game that I I don't understand, I probably never will because I don't think I'll ever play it, but it's amazing that games like this are still reaching, and uh, market leading in a lot of senses i'm i'm so happy for them that they managed to create a game like this yeah. and keep it going i mean the fact that it's in early access and is doing that is is,
0: is big things i mean there is examples and we we uh full disclosure ha- have worked with eve online um and the teams at ccp to do some promotion stuff around eve online um so but i'm obviously not paid to say but I'm uh, any comments on it we've just worked with them just wanted to let you know um Bragging anyway. I'm bragging. It's not about, you know, journalistic <laughs> integrity. I just want to show off, <laughs> mate. It's not journalistic integrity at all, mate. Uh, so, yeah, no. But Eve Online is a similar sort of game in the fact that it's been around for a long period of time. It's a huge game. Um, and it's that big and that successful, but that in depth that they had to release an onboarding system, talking about onboarding in PUBG earlier on, EVE Online just had, they they call it the new user experience. That's what they call it, Um, which is basically like a skimmed down version of the game to get you in and to get you up to speed because there is so much stuff Mm -hmm. in EVE Online. You could sink months of your life into that game and lose it in seconds if you press the wrong button. Uh, So the fact that Star Citizen, similar vein of... uh, Thought process in terms of the game, and in terms of from my perspective, it might be a completely different game. You might play both; of actually, they're completely different games. me. I mean, for, for, they could be. I don't know. I've not played either of them, even though we have worked with Eve. I've not played it. Um, not played this either. But seeing there's clearly a demand for that those area of, of those areas of games, but seeing it get five hundred million dollars, half a billion in crowdfunding for a game that's not finished. That is perpetually in development. Just shows you that people, if you're making a game and it's not perfect, but you are transparent and you are open with your user base and you're keeping them informed of what to expect and what to come. A lot of people don't like developer roadmaps. I love a developer roadmap because a roadmap shows you where we want to go, mm-hmm. not where we are going. Uh, you can you can look at where you've been after you've been on a journey, but there could be there could be roadworks that you don't know about. Like so, a roadmap. I'm a big fan of that from developers, uh, developers. And that is the kind of thing that you, that leads to... If you've got a game that's huge, that's ambitious, that is probably unachievable in in a normal development cycle, oh, we've got mm. two, three, four, five, six, maybe seven years to develop this game. There's only so much you can do in that sort of time frame because you need the finances from the players coming in. So you don't necessarily have seven years to develop the game. So a lot of games will get three to four years development time because... If you do that for seven years, then you're massively in debt. And if the game's not successful, your business is going to go under and blah, blah, So we got the early access sort of set up that became popular within the last 10 years in development. And, and this is the perfect example. A game that will just continuously get better, that's slowly increasing its quality of user base, that's slowly increasing the number of players that are linked into it, that's massively increasing
1: its profitability big fan big fan this is uh,
0: this is a proper modern games industry success story for me what you're,
1: you're is this saying? the game that when we was at gamescom that guy was talking to us about like four years ago three Pos- years ago possibly yeah. i can't remember in a bar it was it, I, in fact it might have just been me and jamie and mark there was a bloke that a german bloke um oh, that was talking yeah, to us yeah. and he was like i've got i've got all these like ships and stuff that are worth an absolute fortune i'm just floating around and then because someone i think it was was i think they were
0: american they were american troops that were based in germany uh uh, we were sat in the irish but i remember now yeah it could it could be this it could be this it was either eve or this it was one or the other kind of thing yeah
1: yeah it's right. mental that like, it he was going into super detail and I was like, it sounds interesting. I just don't think it's as interesting as I think it is when I go to play it and I just my concentration just goes out because nothing's happening. I'm floating around in space. Right. But obviously that, that resonates with a lot of people. <laughs>
0: There's so many stories I like. Jordan there says, I remember my mate's dad losing his grade one trading ship that he spent over five years obtaining. And some pirate came and destroyed a ship five years gone. Five years per my death. Ugh. I mean, your character might not be dead, but your, your achievement of five years, your ship gets a permadeath. That's that's the thing. I, mean, I don't think I could live with it. I'd I be, can't deal with that. I'd be broken. No. Um, I would never
1: play games again. If that was my main game, I would genuinely just... I'd, I'd, I think that'd be it. I'd load up Sonic, just play that. So we, we, we did something we
0: cool with, um, with EVE. To give an example of EVE, we worked with some content creators that do some content around EVE, a bit of a promotional thing. And one of the content creators that we worked with um, basically went in and was like, I'm going to play this game because uh, I've played it before, like a million years ago. I'm a successful streamer now. I don't really play it, but I'm paid to play it. So obviously I'm going to go in and play it. And some people like that and some people don't because some people go, look at this, look at this This person playing our game and showing it off and they're not even one of us. And then instantly the pitchforks come out like, yeah, let's, let's, let's get this person. But then other people go, oh, look at this. Our game's been out for quite a while. And there's someone new bringing fresh eyes to it. This is a great way to bring new, n- new people into the community, new eyes on the game. Let's support it. And it basically turned into some massive space battle where this little ship I say little because obviously the influencer, you can have all the time and effort and money in the world. But when you start out in a game like EVE, you're a little tiny little dot in the space ecosystem. And then... This big feck off shadowy destroyer comes mm-hmm. to shit on this little influencer ship. But then another big feck off shadowy destroyer comes to protect this influencer ship. Mm. And then there was a big fuck off space battle kicks off because one influencer was streaming the game. Shit like that. It's just like, ah oh. a game having that much scale. Like I wish I wish I had the effort and the 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 sticking power to get into something like that because that's when it could mean something. But if I spent five years of my life and then just lost a ship, I would I'd be gone. <laughs> yeah. you'd, you'd see me streaming tomorrow, just grey air, just kind of like, yeah. no, no. I'd have run outside and drop kick the bin men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can pay insurance, but it costs an absolute bomb of money. But then again, it saves you five years of life, so... <sighs> Ooh, I lost five years of progress. Uh, if I lost five years of progress, that game would be getting a one star on Steam and deleted permanently. The missus would have one pissy bloke to live with for the next week. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, fuck that. What's even the fucking point? What is even the point? Yeah. Ooh, uh, but then you need money to buy resources to do top tier trading. Exa- yeah, exactly. And that, that's the thing. It's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's Those games are all about balance. The balance is necessity versus de- desire. Do you need the insurance? Or do you want the insurance? Well, I want it. i got, yeah, every single time.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> like single, I mean, I, I mean, don't want the, I don't want the fear to hit
0: me. And that's that's where you get the risk reward. Some people will go. I mean, I'm probably like, baby, I got safe. Yep, I need the insurance. So that's let Let's say sixty percent of my budget is gone, which means that my progress in that game is slower. But then you get other people that go, fuck it. Let's just ball. Let's take all 100% of our money into progress. We'll build the new <laughs> destroyers or whatever. And they come in and fuck up my ship kind of thing. I mean, I get my shit back, but they get progress. The downside is if they come to fuck my ship up and I see them coming and then boom, fuck him up, then it's like, oh, oh no. And that's that's where it is. Oh, so. no. ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. To be fair, I've lost five years of my life to PUBG. Same, same. <laughs> yeah, but you've gained a lot of friends through it, right? <laughs> Not a broken ship. <laughs> no comment. Uh, biggest. Ever battle in EVE Online. Look at how much real-life money that battle cost. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I, we've covered this before. When was it? It was a few years back. Oh, uh, in 2014, uh, a theoretical world value of um, $330,000. It was a 21-hour-long uh, fight and converting the amount of money and time people put into the game. That one battle in real-world currency was $330,000. Uh, friends, I've gained people who, who send me used knickers in the post, used but not used. Same, same but different. <laughs> mm. Uh, oh, three hundred, yeah, three hundred thirty-eight k exactly. Mental, mental, mental. Anyway, we're gonna put a pin in in stories. So, Star Citizen, not Eve. Same, same, but probably very different if you're a fan of either of the games. Is doing pretty well and long may it continue. Big fan of success in video games, especially for uh for different genres nice so give you a quick recap of what we spoke about not all success in video games today as fifa 23 didn't have a very successful weekend they released a massively valuable hero pack for a massively unvaluable price and it's basically crippled the economy in game which will take probably weeks and or months to iron out Uh, they also have a new pc app coming out which will replace origin so if you're a pc player you want to play ea games Uh, make sure you check that It's available now. PUBG Battlegrounds' next update comes out on PC tomorrow, and it's going to refine the gunplay meta. We'll see. We'll see. Valve has deleted a Steam Deck video that shows off a Nintendo emulator because, yikes, Nintendo... I mean, if Nintendo are going to get people in go-karts driving around Japan, they're going to get rid of your Steam Deck emulator. So, sheesh. And Star Citizen, as we mentioned, is kicking ass. But that is it for today's show. We appreciate everyone that stuck around. Thank you for being in here. Um, We are going to disappear. But before we do yeah mr Bibby, is there anything you'd like to add
1: yes thank you very much to each and every one of you that have joined us for today's episode of the scoop we very much appreciate it. but if you want to help shape the four remaining shows this week there is two ways that you could do so first of all find us on social media It's so is that ice cream uploads because all major social media platforms or alternatively get involved with our discord if you're watching this on any of our on-demand services go to the description below all the links that you require will be listed there for you but only from you is the url plus your first impressions we We'll then give you our first impressions on the very next show, which we'll watch on tomorrow.
0: Mr. Graham Day. That will be at 10 AM. Mm-ish. 10 a.m. ish do stick around though we're gonna drop a raid we drop a raid on gaming nacho because we've been trying to send nacho his loot drop prize for about a million years now i i, assume, yeah. I don't know i assume he might have it which is why we're gonna raid because i want to check <laughs> and we can kill two yeah. one stone so we get to pass on some love to gaming nacho and we get to check to see whether he has his loot drop prize uh from was it this month or last month uh, this month, this month, this month. Nice. So we're gonna see if he. Oh has... no!
1: It was no, it was last month. Uh, Luke Pastille won this month. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Is... Yeah, that has to... been in the post for like two and a half weeks. It's a Damn it, Royal Mill. Okay, so stick around. We'll drop a raid on
0: Gaming nacho You do get some sprinkles as well if you don't go anywhere, but you do join the raid over to his channel. You'll get two hundred and fifty sprinkles that you can spend on a channel, and you can do things like making me sit up straight, like Hair Crocodile did in the uh, earlier part of this stream. Well, that's it from us. Have yourselves a beautiful day. Until 10am-ish tomorrow. Stay (sighs) Thursday.